my wife and I took our experience as being high-level executive assistants and distilled that down into e-learning modules that we sold to basic new college, basically new college grads. And our our pitch to them was, look, if you have an in, you're coming out of college, let's say with a history degree, but you have a real interest in fashion. Well, use our system and our training to get really good at being an assistant in a really short period of time, get a job at a fashion agency, prove yourself from within and get promoted from within. Welcome to Future Driven. I'm Adam Kopp, and on this podcast, I talk with entrepreneurs and industry professionals about the challenges and the wins in their business. See the vision, drive the future. So uh, welcome to episode 26 of the Future Driven Podcast. I'm excited to have on uh, Ethan Bull from ProAssisting.com. And I originally connected with Ethan uh, looking for uh, a virtual assistant and thought he'd be a perfect uh, guest. So Ethan, thanks for taking the time. Ah, thanks a lot for having me, Adam. Yeah. So uh, Ethan, we were, you know, I've been looking at your company, uh, very interested. We're just not quite there yet, but um, you know, really like your business model and the, and, and the, the service that you're offering. Could you give us a quick overview before we kind of dive into um, your career and how you got here? Sure. Um, we, uh, we call ourselves remote executive assistants versus virtual assistants. And uh, that may seem like uh, a little bit of uh, language linguistics, but um, we actually saw a gap between what we've done as my wife and I, what we've done for 25 plus years as high level executive assistants and what the, how that converted to being a virtual assistant compared to how it converts to being an actual in-office full-time assistant. And so um, pro-assisting for us and being a remote executive assistant sits kind of between the two. Um, you know, if, if you just need some tasks and projects done and you don't need very quick turnaround time and you don't need someone in all of your worlds, both personal and business and providing a full service support feel, then a virtual assistant may be right. Um, and if you're not ready to hire a full-time in-house person or you just don't need that level of support, we could be a great option. And I like what you said right before we started, you know, because of COVID, you no longer have to explain uh, remote work. So give, give us a little bit of what you mean by that. Well, before COVID, uh, and I would have people come to us and say, hey, what, how does this work and, and what happens and, and whatnot, I would have to go into a, a deep discussion about remote work. And um, since RIM and with the BlackBerry and then the iPhone came along, uh, to be honest, executive assistance has been doing remote work since about the you know mid two thousands, um, and so uh, you know whether we're uh, out with friends and and standing outside on the sidewalk outside a restaurant, uh, rejiggering a flight for a principal or client or boss of ours, um, we've gotten really good at remote work. But a lot of people don't understand that um, in terms of you know having an email on your system that um, has delegated access to your contacts and your calendar and has a real view into what you do and looks as if you are sitting in the office next door. Now, post COVID, I don't have to have that conversation anymore because everybody has already done it. We were thrown into the fire, if you will, and everybody had to um, you know, catch up and, 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 and work like that. 
And so now um, what we're finding is that people are really understanding the value um, and, and, and understanding that it can work really well. That's awesome. So uh, it's, it's natural we're going to keep going down this path because I want to learn more about today's world. But give us a quick overview of your career uh, and how, you know, what was, what was your career leading up to launching Pro Assisting? And, you know, uh, you just want to kind of hear your background a little bit. Sure. Um, I grew up in a small town outside of Rochester, New York, called Canandaigua, New York. And um, it was a little too claustrophobic for me, being a town of about 15,000 people. So I went to Boston for college uh, at Bentley University, uh, specialty business school. And, and when I got out, I actually, uh, through my internship, found um, a production assistant job working on the Warner Brothers movie, Addicted to Love, in New York City. So that brought me to New York City, and I worked in the film entertainment world for about five years, um, both on independent productions as a dolly key grip um, and best boy grip and also on studio pictures as a production assistant a production assistant production coordinator and a production coordinator and those roles are kind of assistant positions and in hollywood or the entertainment industry the assistant role is really where every well 80 percent of the people get their start um, to, to get their foot in the door and move on up uh, after about five years, I shifted into advertising, stayed in New York, and assisted the chief operating officer, as well as the chief strategy officer for Deutsch. Um, Deutsch, the ad agency, not Deutsche, the bank. Yeah. Um, and and they're, they're a pretty well-known Madison Ave agency. And um, I was with them for 13 years. And through that time period, my... Um, my um, my boss, the chief operating officer, didn't, she, um, she just didn't want to deal with the assistant population. So she promoted me to director of administrative services, where I oversaw a team of about 12 assistants, and we supported about um, 60 executives. And, um, and then my wife and I, my wife, who, who did the same kind of work, but for two different hedge fund CEOs, as well as the CEO of J. Crew, um, the clothing line, um, after, after my wife had her second baby, we decided to move back to my hometown. Uh, and we realized quickly that in a town like Rochester, New York, you know, 600,000 people about the term executive assistant means something completely different than it does in New York or LA or Seattle. Um, and there were about five seats in Rochester, New York that are commensurate with our experience. Um, while my wife and stay, stayed home with the kids, I was fortunate enough to get a job in one of those five seats, assisting the CEO of Rochester Regional Health, which is a um, $2 billion a year healthcare network with 16,000 employees, five hospitals, long-term care facilities, um, and, and behavioral health facilities. In addition to being uh, the CEO's executive assistant, I was also director of administrative services there where I oversaw a team of about 80 assistants and, and we supported about 250 executives throughout the network. Um, and it was really about trying to level up what it meant to be an assistant, um, really focus in on the three to one executive to assistant ratio um, to kind of smooth out the amount of work per each assistant and just level up and raise up the, the, the service and hospitality that our assistants provided. And then that led into pro assisting. 
So what um, what year was it that you moved back to Rochester just to kind of give us a little framework of, of time? Uh, July of 2015. Okay. So five, six years ago, you moved back to New York and then, and so you worked in with your, you worked at that healthcare, right? Yep. You just said, yep. Um, and so your, your career through, you know, Deutsch, Madison Avenue, your wife's career. Uh, I mean, you've gotten some, you, you, you've been in high level executive assistant position, which, you know, you essentially have bundled that all up. So what year did you launch uh, pro assisting and did you go full-time on that? Well, it's interesting. We actually launched Pro Assisting in 2009 as an educational company. My wife and I took our experience as being high-level executive assistants and distilled that down into e-learning modules that we sold to basically new college grads. And our our pitch to them was, look, if you have an, you're coming out of college, let's say with a history degree, but you have a real interest in fashion. Well, use our system and our training to get really good at being an assistant in a really short period of time, get a job at a fashion agency, prove yourself from within and get promoted from within. We ran that from 2009 to 2017. And then in 2018, um, I left Rochester Regional Health. My wife had gotten one client through our network um, just to do some freelance work as an assistant for, for a consultant. Okay. And that really keyed our eye into what or, or turned our, our gaze to what's out there for us. You know, we're in an area, a location that really doesn't have a lot of opportunity for someone with our experience. And, um, and so at the beginning of 2018, 20, middle of 2018, that's when we pivoted Pro Assisting, redid our website. And after taking a really good deep dive into what the virtual assistant landscape looked like, we decided to go a little bit different direction and um, with the term remote executive assistant and then a, a little bit of a unique business model for, for what we provide. Yeah, and I think you're, you're right. There's, there's a huge difference from what I know of, of a VA virtual assistant and your remote executive assistant which is with the terminology you're coining. So could you dive in a little bit to, and you know, we don't need to get into specifics, but there's a ton of VA companies out there with a bunch of different models from overseas support to uh, domestic. And, and, but to generalize, what is the difference between a VA and a remote executive assistant? From our point of view, what we did is we talked to a lot of people who had virtual assistants before we launched, Pro assisting in its current form. And what they were telling us was that if you have a task list um, and, and some smaller projects, a virtual assistant can be a great fit. Um, you know, you fill them up with tasks and they go off and do them um, and then come back to you. Uh, and what we saw though was that some of the, the concerns were turnaround time was that, you know, one day you could get a turnaround time of two hours from your virtual assistant and another time it may take, you know, 24 hours or 36 hours for them to get back to you. And the reason for that is um, sometimes virtual assistants have to have 8, 10, 15 clients, maybe even more per month to make enough money so that they can live. And um, a lot of what we saw going through some... um, interview processes with some of these virtual assistant companies is they wanted people with our experience, you know, five plus years, 
C-suite experience, USA based, and um, they're charging 40 to $45 an hour for our service, but then they're only paying the assistant 18 to $20 an hour as an independent contractor. And um, we just didn't feel that that measured up with our experience. Now, the way that we look at being a remote virtual assistant is the same thing as being a high-level assistant in the office. Um, We really look at the role as being a business partner, bless you, a chief of staff, an assistant slash scheduler, and a personal assistant all rolled into one. And um, we took our idea uh, in terms of what worked in the real world, in, well, not in the real world, but in, 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 in the office environment of that three to one executive to assistant ratio, that's really the sweet spot. And it's proved out to us over years that a great executive assistant can handle up to three executives and really provide full service support. And so what we did was we came up with the three to one executive to assistant ratio in our model and we charge a flat retainer of $3,000 a month. And that provides you one third of the resources of one of our assistants who is in and out of your um, business many multiple times a day, uh, Monday through Friday, nine to five. So it really provides our clients with a feeling of having that true right-hand support and someone who really gets to know them really well, someone whose turnaround time is less than an hour and usually less than half an hour, And they have access to our assistance on phone, text, Zoom, email, all of the above. And and that person is really integrated into their business. So it looks as if from the outside that they're truly part of the team and they're not um, their own independent contractor working for two other clients. Okay. And then, uh, so you're, you're managing and finding, uh, assistants, executive assistants, training them up into your, uh, to your standard and then matching them up with clients, um, based on, you know, requests or needs. And, and we've already gone through this process, uh, discovery call, if you will, to, to understand and know a little bit more about my business so that you can talent ID the right, uh, person in, in, our, in my time zone, uh, et cetera. Correct. Yep. Yeah. So, so essentially, your company is is really a talent acquisition, and and uh, you know you've identified really good people on the on the executive assistant side, and then match them with the right type of CEO or business owner because there's different needs. You know, each each person or each company is going to need different things, and you have to kind of match that to the skill sets that you have. Um, yes and no. Uh, I, I actually look at a top level executive assistant as being a chameleon, um, an industry agnostic. You know, if you throw a great executive assistant into a partnership with a CEO of a company, um, whether you're talking about being a medical manufacturing company, a hedge fund, or an ad agency, they're really going to be molding themselves into that role automatically. And that's one of the things we look for in on the resume of the assistants that we engage with. Um, they have to ha- really have the experience on paper first. And then it's all about, um, beyond that, their interpersonal skills, their servant's heart, understanding what the role is, understanding that they're a hired gun, and, and really 
feeling out their level of hospitality um, and really trying to elevate the role there. Um, and when I say that a remote executive assistant is a business partner, chief of staff, project manager, assistant, scheduler, and personal assistant, not all of our clients use their assistant in each of those facets, but that option is totally there for them. Um, and so, you know, it's, it's really, we are a two-sided expert, an expert two-sided marketplace, as you pointed out, absolutely. Um, but we've put really distinct guidelines on um, um, the amount of resources that each of our assistant is giving to a client, what that work looks like. But as a whole, we're partnering with great executive assistants who could command six figures in major metropolitan areas. And those assistants were compensating commensurate with their experience because we're a really lean organization. Um, we have no overhead in terms of um, a big staff or anything. It's it, my wife and I are co-founders, um, and and we've we've done that specifically so we can avoid, um, you know, compensating our assistants twenty or thirty dollars an hour. Uh, the minimum that our assistants make is is fifty dollars an hour, and it flexes up because they're being paid a flat retainer too. So it's 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 a little nuanced in that regard. Okay. So but as so one third of an EA is roughly 15 to 20 hours a week type of thing, depending on the week, depending on the task list. You know, it it's it's that's in the ballpark. Yep. But the thing is, is that you know, our assistants on one day they may work for a client for four and a half hours, but then on another day they may work for 23 minutes. Yep. And and so we look at it as a, a, on a monthly basis. Um, in terms of time, but that's only one part that you're getting. Um, you're also getting exclusivity, meaning you're only sharing this assistant with two other people. And, you know, they don't have eight, 10, 15 clients. You're also getting um, uh, their efficiency over time. They're going to get to know you better and better as time goes on. They're going to be able to take more off your plate, answer questions before they get to your plate. And, and, and that comes through even after just three or four weeks, we notice a big lift. And then at the six month mark, it's much bigger than that as well. Um, and then you're also getting their experience. You know, that old question, that old thing of, of the, 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 um, the man or the wife are, is at home and they get the loud banging in the basement and a pipe is just banging, banging, banging. They call the plumber, the plumber comes over and listens for the bang and, hears it, takes out his hammer, hits two times in one spot and says, okay, here's my bill, $250. Well, they're like, wait, you're only here for five minutes. And he's like, you're not paying me for the five minutes that I'm here. You're paying me for the 30 years to know where to hit the pipe to make right. it stop. Um, and so you're getting that as well. Um, and, and that's, you know, that fits for our clients. But a lot of times I'm talking to a prospect and it's just not the right fit. Um, you know, they want to know down to the minute how much time their assistant is spending on their stuff. And, and that's not how we do it because we really want consistent compensation for our, our, our assistants month in and month out. So they're not worried about how many hours am I going to get next month? How much, what, what is my comp going to be? I can, you know, without having to worry about that and, and they can really focus on the work. And that's where we really want to go as a company. We want to be known as a platform for high-level executive assistants who meet our criteria to tap into so they don't have to worry about marketing, 
sales, invoicing, contracts, um, you know, human resource aspects, any of that. They just get to plug into our system, do the work and get compensated commensurate with their experience. Yeah, I would say the additional thing that your uh, EAs uh, provide is your experience and the, the framework that you've created and your, your decades of experience that you can then deploy that quickly to them with your training and, and so forth. So combined with their personal experience, I think you and your wife, you know, makes a, makes it a really strong candidate to uh, bring a lot of value to, uh, to the table. In, yeah, absolutely. And in addition to that, currently, both my wife and I are still um, working directly with a full load of clients. So I have walked the walk in this business model for over, it's going to be approaching three years. And so is my wife. And what that has given us is a real comfort that we're getting it right because we have clients that have been with us for over three years. And, um, you know, in business, they talk, well, what's your lifetime value of a client and how does that look? We still don't know because our clients are sticking with us and it's happening month after month after month. Um, because one of the biggest pain points for any executive when they're working with an assistant is fear that the assistant's going to leave them and then they have to onboard, they will have to source and then onboard someone new. Yep. And, the, and, and executives know that, that that time cost is is real. Um, and, and so, you know, once they get someone who's great and who really meshes with them and they get in a great with, rhythm, they don't want to let them go. Um, and that's in, something interesting is that we're offering that because we are kind of hired guns. We're not looking to come in and get promoted from within or, you know, move to a different department after a year or two years. We're looking to create a long-term relationship with our clients so we can provide great value. They can feel the value and, and, and we can be really happy with the work product that we're doing and then live a great life. You know, um, where's that work-life balance and, and, and work that in as well. Um, and, and the idea of doing what we do remotely really is appealing to a lot of assistants in that way. Yeah. And I mean, something you just touched on, uh, but just searching for new hires, you know, EA or others is, is a process and it's a timely thing, which costs money. So you've, you've eliminated all of that. And it's a matter of, you know, getting signed up with pro assisting and then you having the right person at the right time to, to join in. So absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about where you, it sounds like you've been on the forefront of this whole uh, EA thing for the last 10 plus years with uh, e-learnings uh, systems back in 2009. Now, uh, you know, the remote COVID kind of pushing that whole concept forward. You know, the whole world is outsourcing things that are not necessary uh, anyways, just because of speed and time, what, what do you see, uh, the future for, uh, executive assistants or are there other roles that could be to follow the same model? Do you, you got any predictions or vision for the future for your company and, and the, the role that you're in? I have, uh, we have a lot of ideas of what pro assisting could look like maybe with the right partner down the road. Um, in terms of, you know, it's the whole thing like Casper, is not a bed company, it's a sleep company, yeah. you know? And if you think about 
pro assisting we we are a remote executive assistant company now but there is a path to become a support company um and that takes many different forms um in terms of the industry in general uh i think you know whether you're talking about uber or you're talking about a bookkeeping service or you're talking about a graphic designer or copywriter um there are a lot of roles out there that that lend themselves to being a gig role or a remote role um and 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 the thing specifically about assistance is that when you have an assistant who has 10 plus years of experience what what the executive or the client or the principal doesn't see is the efficiency that we have in terms of moving really fast in on any number of things for a specific client to where in the head the client may be thinking oh that could take them this could take them three and a half four hours but it ends up taking two and a half um or leveraging their experience from an out of the box kind of thinking in terms of different ideas when you run into an issue or problem but in terms of i i i think i think that um i think that government should really um acknowledge this new space that we're in i think that you know just because you are um the, the whole line between if you're a gig worker are you a full-time employee or are you an independent contractor or are you an llc or a subchapter s corporation how does that work um my concern is about compensation and just making sure people are compensated appropriately and if if that hurdle is being met i think that government should let people do what they want to do um and and you know so there's all of those issues i think are coming to a head as we saw in california with the uber lawsuit um about trying to designate their drivers as 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 employees um and so it's a, it's a big thorny issue on that side of things but i think the world is moving quicker it always does than than washington um and i think that you know this gives where we're moving with technology gives people a lot of opportunity to leverage their experience in new ways that can give them a better quality of life and um a diverse range of experiences for a number of different people as opposed to locking into one company and then the burden on that company to hire someone full time and make sure they have that um cash flow coming in so where they can make payroll that's a huge lift too give those companies and those entrepreneurs the opportunity to key in as well um we're we're really at an inflection point and if i had a crystal ball um i probably wouldn't be sitting here right now <laughs> <laughs> well um ethan i've been very impressed with you personally since we've interacted and you know the concept of your company uh, aligns with uh the way that uh i would like to outsource certain things um so i'm really happy for you i see i've i've recommended to you a few people and and for those that are listening out there uh you know proassisting.com is a very uh, uh interesting company and i look forward to you bringing more uh, remote executive assistance to uh executives across the world uh and to streamline the process so so thank you 
Oh, Adam, that's, that's really kind of you. I really appreciate it. It's been great getting to know, know you too. And, um, you know, when you're ready, we are here. Awesome. I'll be ready eventually. Um, I know. So Ethan, uh, thanks. And that's the funny thing. I think, you know, you must have multiple guys like me or gals out there that are interested. You have conversations now. It's just more about their learning. And then it's like, okay, and then you just got to be there when they're ready. Right. And, and educate and, and uh, it's all part of the process. It's all part of the process. And um, yeah, we're not looking to, we're, we're not a hard sell company. You know, we're looking for long-term relationships in the right way. Um, you know, 2021 has been, we kind of feel like we've got the tiger by the tail a little bit in terms of how many clients we've brought on. It's been mind blowing, but in 2020, we lost a third of our clients um, right. because people were going out of business, unfortunately, or they just didn't need the support. So when people say to me, oh, this COVID has been, must have been awesome for your business. In the short term, it was not definitely for about a year. But in the long term, um, I think this whole shift in the mindset around remote work is going to benefit everybody. Oh, that's great. Well, congrats on that and looking forward to seeing, uh, seeing your growth. So thanks so much, Ethan, great. for taking the time today. Thanks a lot, Adam.